Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche Podcast. I mean, that sounded like me the entire night on the watch along. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Fair enough. We're here to sell you snake oil. <laughs> DNBR Avalanche and maybe Podcast. maybe a used car along the way. Winner's Lounge. This, this game kind of felt like driving a used car you're not confident in down the highway at 70 miles an hour. In the so. middle of a <laughs> storm of yeah, some kind yeah. with a tornado chasing you. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's kind of how it felt at times. Yeah. Rudo, AJ, Megan, and Blaze coming yeah. at you live as the Avs take a 3-0 series lead over the Edmonton Oilers in the Western Conference Final. Catch your breath. I'm not sure I've caught my breath yet from this hockey game, because what was that? Uh, it's really funny to me that people are outside of Rogers. What is it? Place? I was. Ro- it's it, Rogers Place. I was called yeah. Arena. And it's I'd Place. Wrong. Uh, Rogers Place, like celebrating behind the TNT thing, and it's like, <laughs> you know, you guys lost, right? <laughs> You know, you know, you know, you just lost, right? You're yeah, down, but you're down three the flags nothing. And everything. Yeah. yeah, and they're like sitting on the shoulders, like, "Woo, I'm on TV!" And you're like, <laughs> "You know, your team just lost, right?" It's about the men. It's about the friends that made it along the way. <laughs> Look, their team lost, but Gretzky was there, so true. You know, for He's Edmonton, also upset. <laughs> he was upset. Big Mario. Okay, um, I guess I can't punish anyone with a 60-second rundown today. She has it. She's got it? <laughs> yep, it's been Let's decided go. already. Sorry, okay. she has it. Damn, yeah, take Let's it. Go. I, I don't want all it. Right, so. All right, Ready? One, two, three. It started bleak with an opportunistic goal from Connor McDavid. The Avs got caught in a change, and Kadri got tied up black and, and couldn't make it back along the boards. McDavid snatches it up. Uh, it's a tough break for Frankie, who's just not tracking him at all. Avs were unable to convert on two power play opportunities, including a game misconduct uh, for Kane's boarding call on Nazem Kadri, in which he left the game. A late period goal tied things up. Val looked to send a centering feed to the slot, but it deflected off of Darnell Nurse and in. An inspiring penalty kill bookended a weird first period on what shouldn't have been a high note. Uh, much of this game consisted of both teams with an inability to finish, many low-risk scoring chances, shots hitting the post, center mass, um, but the Avs did have a slight edge with promising zone possession at points, out shooting the Oilers, and finally winning some face-offs. It's an O-zone face-off which helps the Avs go up 2-1 in the second on a more intentional Nichushkin shot. Early in the third, Avs unable to convert. Fourth power play, <laughs> shit. Early in the three. third, it's 3-2-1. <laughs> And then JT Confer scored coming out of the box. That's and right. And Miko Rantanen, empty net goal, 4-2. Avs take the series 3-0. A minute 10. We'll allow it this time. The 70-second rundown is yeah. done. <laughs> uh, to be honest, fitting this game into 70 seconds is impressive. Sorry. Because the level of nonsense that went on in this <laughs> hockey game at all times, it never stopped. 
Well, and it starts that way. Yeah. <laughs> it starts that way. Because <laughs> one a funky shot, change. one kill. Yeah, yeah like, a, like, a, like a goofy change. Yeah. And McDavid scores on the first shot of the game. A softy from Francois. Just beats him five hole. Not very good. And then the very next shift, Nazem Kadri gets boarded by Evander Kane. Kadri's hurt. And then the Avs go on a five-minute power play. Like, we started out at 100. Yep. There was no working their way into the game. <laughs> it was just 100. And it never calmed down from there. <laughs> at most, it might have dropped to, like, 98 at some point. <laughs> I mean, but otherwise, it was, 100. It was a track meet out there today. <sighs> yeah. It I'm was. tired just watching it. <laughs> it was unreal. Just the up and down action all night. It was crazy. It, I felt like I was sitting on top of a water slide waiting for the lifeguard to give me the nod that I could go down, but I never got the opportunity to go down. <laughs> I was just watching everything unfold the below, whole, like, below me. Oh, yeah, oh, there's excitement oh. behind it, but there's a lot of fear, too. <laughs> yep. That's a great way to explain it. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> Terrified. But interested. This man came to our post-game pod for professional. He came for what? Yeah. He wanted, we're all morons, and Megan is the professional Okay, one. I said some really dumb stuff last time, you <laughs> I guys. Like, I, just, I just like, you came to a podcast for a professional. Came to a podcast and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> all right, look, Megan, you have to be the professional now. This is That's the rules. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no more having fun. No more cracking wise. It's over. Let's Get do these together, shots. Guys. Yeah, you're Please. the straight-laced one. Since we're so professional, let's do these shots. Oh, yeah. Right on cue. <laughs> oh, wow. Dr. Dubs, Dubs in the house. Cheers. Dubs. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, chat. Was not confident Dr. Dubs was going to come visit us today. Well, look at it from the Oilers' perspective, right? Like, this is a game that they have to win. Yeah. So you knew they were going to come out and press. And they played a great game tonight. You they can't did. take away they from, did. like, they played the game that they wanted to play, which was a track game. And the Avs said, all right, we'll do that. And they just and they, they ran. Got, with they them. got lucky. At times, no doubt about it. Well, no, the Avalanche win on a lot of, uh, you know. We'll get there. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about all some, the nonsense. Some crazy sure. nonsense, but. Yeah, I mean, this was the Oilers wanted to play this game. I thought this was their best chance. I agree with that. And then after this, now it's it's hard because the Avs basically have four cracks at winning. So four straight opportunities if they need them. It's let's we talked about the McDavid goal a little bit. Let's talk about the power play because there was some pretty heated conversation tonight. Like we can start with. This is going to be a conversation where two things are true. Yep. <laughs> because your power play in the situations that it was in tonight where, look, you get seven minutes of power play time in the first period, you come up empty. You have, you're have you up 2-1 in the third period with 14 minutes to go, and you get a power play, and you don't cash in there. Your power play has let you down. Yep. There is... No other way to dance around that. Yep. That is just the end game of it. The raw result is that it let you down. And then you get into, okay, well, how bad was it? And to the eye, you're like, oh, this isn't great. And then you go and you look, and you're like, they had 16 shots on goal. 
They had 16 <laughs> scoring chances. Yep. Okay, like they created a bunch of chances here. They just didn't capitalize on shit. Yep. The weird thing is that they don't really capitalize on any of their chances in this game. <laughs> yeah. They scored four goals, and you're like, they left so much on the ice. Multiple posts, multiple and empty it's, nets. It's so missed. weird because even on the power play, AJ, that was McKinnon off the post and out. Off the yeah, like you're talking, you're talking. Like, uh, Landeskog had one. He walked in. Arturi Lekkinen had two really good scoring chances on the yeah. power play. Like there were, they created lots of opportunities. They just didn't finish them. Yeah. And it's really, really hard in a postseason game to win when to you be don't like, finish. look, we generated a ton. We just didn't score. Sometimes that's the game. <laughs> but the other reality here is that it, they. Gave up nothing on the other side of it. Yep. And your special teams continue to break even. Their PK was baller. You continue to break even in special teams and say, we're going to beat them at five on five. We feel like we can. And they did. Once again, beat them at five on five. It wasn't a pretty beat them at five on five. No. But it did work. <laughs> I should say they outscored them at five on five. That's about the end of the truth on yeah, that one. Because Edmonton, there were more shots for the abs, but Edmonton destroyed in high danger chances and scoring chances. Yeah. Destroyed. It was like 24 to nine in scoring chances at 5v5. Yep. The abs never really got out of second gear in this game offensively. They had long stretches of play where they looked, where they were in control, but what were they really generating? It wasn't nearly enough. And Edmonton would get the puck and go down, and they would create a scoring chance, and then it would be out of there. And that was kind of that was kind of the weird feel of the game is that it felt like the Abs were controlling play for stretches of it, and Edmonton would be one and done, but their one would be a, a high good, quality. A good look. Yeah. So, definitely fair. Yeah. Um, so you're this is nowhere. They were nowhere near as good as they were in game two. Not even in the same ballpark. <laughs> no. man. And they walk out. They walk no. out with a W. They walk out with a win. Yeah. This is probably the second worst playoff game that they played behind the game two against the Blues. Yeah. Yep. And they win this one. It's and and look. Sometimes, them's the breaks. I, I things go your way on some nights, and everything was going Val Nichushkin's way tonight. I the, the the first goal, the goal the Avs get to tie the game late in the first period, is genuine nonsense. Like, no one is gonna look at that goal and go, "Man, the Avs made such a good play!" Wow, they get rewarded. It's just a puck that's thrown toward the center of the ice and Darnell Nurse perfectly redirects it into his own net. Like, what do you... <laughs> you take it as the abs. You absolutely take it. But what do you say? It, it is extremely lucky. I'm looking back at both of Val's goals and there's two similarities in each and that is the puck ends up loose in the slot and he finds it. 
And that just says to me that these are guys who are applying pressure on the cycle and getting pucks to where they need to be. And even if it wasn't really intentional, he was there where he needed to be. He attempts to send that shot towards the net and it, it hits Darnell Nurse. But I, I still think there's some credit to the Avs um, for how that play begins. The finish isn't there for them, but they just got lucky in the end. It's part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the game. Abs You've, have been on the receiving end like, of the yeah. weird bounces in the exactly. St. Louis series. You look at the difference between Colorado, Colorado being on the wrong end of those bounces against St. Louis and finding a way. And then you look at Edmonton being on the wrong end of those bounces tonight. And Edmonton, Edmonton's both of their goals are soft. Yep. Especially the second one. They get a freebie Friend of a goal. That's of a game-time goal. A third-period game-time goal. It was completely as free as it gets. The like the luck is ever. The luck is just part of the world. But then you look at where does the game-winning goal come from? Hard work. It, it comes, from, it comes from winning a battle. They don't capitalize yeah. on their power play chance. He comes out of the box. They miss. They, they, they hit a post. That sucks. Like... We all know that that doesn't feel good. And that puck ends up in the back of their net seven seconds later. Like, that's tough, but also that's one team just getting, just finding a way. Yep. Just getting to the finish line. Right. There's a world where JT Comfer loses that battle with Bouchard in the Oilers zone and doesn't win and doesn't score that goal. Yeah, and then who knows where the rest of the game heads? We have no idea what that game looks like. But he does it, and that's in part exactly. effort too. There's just like Dude, a just little, outworks a little him. bit of yeah. that. You're right. He just outworked Evan Bouchard along that wall. You're 100 percent right. And that's 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 hard work. Right after he gets called what? for the big mistake. Right. And well, we can talk about like we can talk about. If we like that call, I personally, I'm not here to litigate the officiating. Doesn't, yeah, it's we'll not, talk about the Kane hit at some point. Of course. But, like, I'm I'm so done being like, that's a good call and that's a bad call and that's a good I'm okay call. With it. I'm okay with it. The only thing that I'm super happy that they're calling is all of this end game bullshit. Yeah, don't let it get out of the hand. Oilers, yeah. Where they're just taking base offs and cross checking dudes because they're like, well, I'm big bad. Look, <laughs> we're, we're at a point, and I, I've said this maybe. 50 times in these playoffs now. But you can only play the game you're in. Whatever the call is, is the call. You can't change it. You're not going to get the ref to be like, oh, you're right, you know? That was soft. I'm going to take it away. No. You know what? That was a great point. <laughs> he was already falling down when JT's stick got in there. <laughs> right. I see it on the replay. Right. <laughs> you have done a wonderful job convincing me. Well argued, sir. Not going to happen. So you play the game you're in. And that's what the Avs did. Was it their best game? No. Was it good enough? Yep. Apparently. <laughs> and that's where if you're Edmonton, you're frustrated. This was your best shot. Yep. This is the best you've played in this series. Yep. And you got a little bit of help along the way. And then, like, their PK, their PK wasn't great in this one, but ultimately your PK's job is to not give up goals. So it did its job. Yep. yep. I just... What do you say if you're Edmonton? You just got unlucky, and then you lost. Yeah. Look, the Avs did not deserve to be up 2-1 two, two after two periods. They didn't deserve to be 1-1. One, one. But when you're sitting at 2-2 two, two, late in the third period, you're sitting in the, in the last 10 minutes of the third period, you're sitting at 2-2. Two, two. 
how you got there just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Yep. yep. It's irrelevant. Oh, you can feel bad about yourself because you feel like you've outplayed that result and blah, 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 blah. You just have to keep well, at it. And and look, jumping ahead, you're in a 2-2 hockey game. Francois makes a monster save on a penalty kill. Yep. And, on McDavid. And, and Mike Smith lets in what ends up and being the game-winning goal. You know, he makes a monster save on McDavid on a on a wicked good bounce for Edmonton. That comes right across. Yeah, a, puck, <laughs> a puck that had no intention of going where it went. Yep. And ends up on McDavid's stick wide open, and Frankie just makes the save. He makes the save. He makes the... And he, that's, that's the thing. On the other end... A minute later, Mike Smith and, and doesn't, and that's the difference it, in the game. How you got to 2-2 two, two just doesn't matter. Is there anything better than playoff hockey where one play Determines is the difference? That game. One play. When you're on the right side of it, it feels like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. When you're on the other side, it It'll stings. haunt you. I, the, if you're not in for that ride, sports are going to be tough for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent, man. <laughs> That's all. So, officially, Kadri is out for the series. Okay. Quote unquote, if not longer. So, probably done. Well, it's confusing. We don't know how long the series is going to be from this point on. Well, and we don't know when uh, a potential next round might start. We'll we'll see. But the fact that he's ruled out for the rest of the series not good. After game three, tells you that that's two weeks that yeah. he's not going to be ready to go. And that's a gigantic loss. Look how much harder this game was for the Avs because they played the whole game without Nazem Kadri. Look how much harder that game is without Nazem right. Kadri, without having that Power two C, woes. without having that guy there who's been playing the best hockey of his life. And that's the line that's been doing so much of Colorado's damage. With with him and Lekkonen and Ranton, and they'd really found a top six combination that was excellent. Yep. And without Nazem Kadri. Look, JT Comper, we he has the game-winning goal tonight. He's had some huge moments in this postseason uh, in the last 10 days. <laughs> he's, like, he's this, like, guy for you. Yep. But JT Comper just is not Nazem Kadri. It's Correct. a gigantic loss for the Avalanche. Correct. And he, Well, and you're matching up against those third lines, right? Like, Comper is... A really good third line player. Yeah, well, and like he's been he's been okay in that role, like in and out. It, well, his his matchup on the as the, on the third line. Some nights he wins it, and some nights he doesn't. The big thing is is that he's not hemorrhaging goals. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's not fishing pucks out of his own net. So you're living with it. But I mean, you're more you, than living with it for the last three games. But you, have, time? you have a really big problem though because you're now down Kadri, who's hurt. Yeah. Nicholas Abe Kubel is hurt. Andre Burakovsky is hurt. Like, your depth has taken a serious hit. Those are all top nine guys for you that are now that are now out of your lineup. And you're taking you're taking these hits. Yep. Yep. It just it's look, we always the fourth the fourth game is the hardest one to to, to win in a series and like they're up three nothing and you feel great about all of that right now and you should but it got harder because once again you cannot get through a game healthy yeah. and you're you're now fighting uphill okay well is Burakovsky going to be into your lineup is Abe Kubel come back in and even if it's an Abe Kubel like at 80% but even like, there like it's, it's a it's, huge step down it is it is part of the playoffs right like we always talk about it and it's about those 
depth players stepping up and taking on a bigger role than they're usually used to taking. And it feels like Comfer, we've seen it in the years past, like he does make big plays at big times. Can he sustain it though for a little bit, right? No. Like this is the thing is that the answer in his entire career has been no. And that's not a knock on him. He's just a third line guy. Yeah. And when asked to play on the second line, but sometimes it, those- it hasn't gone well. But you're also at the part of the postseason where you're like, look, we don't need him to be great for a month. Yeah. yeah. Need him to be great for two weeks. And this <laughs> yeah. is the thing, though. He's been great for two weeks. Yep. Yep. And so you wonder, can you get two how, more weeks out of him? <laughs> how much longer are you going to get out of him, out of this level of play? And when his play drops a little, is there somebody else? Is there a new hook? Can a Burakovsky come back and elevate? Because now you need to start finding those solutions. Yep. With no Nazem Kadri, this is a, it's a really big problem. Because yeah. Colorado's defense and its top six was really the linchpin to the whole thing. Yep. And now with no Kadri, once again, you're facing the, the, the reality of putting a guy there who's just not ready for that job yet. That's what the playoffs are all about, though, baby. Pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get back to the cane hit, but we are brought to you by Avaca TV. Go over to avaca.tv slash DNBR to sign up today. You get Altitude, you get AT&T Sportsnet, you get national channels, you get all of the goods to watch all of your sports here in Colorado. Jump on it for just 15 bucks a month for the first three months with code DNBR, and it's only 25 bucks a month after that, so it's just an all-around great deal. Highly recommend. If you're into Colorado sports, it's an easy slam dunk for you. Go check out avaca.tv slash DNBR. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNBR. And then make sure you get yourself a Breckenridge Brewery Avalanche beer. Absolutely delicious. Had one on the watch along today. You can't go wrong with any Breck brew stuff you get. They've got great merch. They uh, collab with us on our, uh, our playoff shirt with Howler on it. It's a, it's a dream come true. Absolutely amazing shirt. They're also giving away tickets to every Avalanche home game in the playoffs. And at absolute most, there is only six of those left. And there's a good chance there's only like three, four, or five of those left. So go over to Breck Brew, get signed up, see if you can't win yourself some tickets to potentially the Stanley Cup Finals. Dope. Not there yet, but pretty darn close. Pretty darn close. Uh, All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's not beat around the bush. Is Evander Kane's hit suspendable? Yes. One yes. It's got to be. Two yeses. Yeah, absolutely. Cross-check from the back. Five feet away from the boards, absolutely yeah. reviewable. Three yeses. Hated it. <laughs> it's in the numbers. He doesn't turn into it, and it's that's, predatory. That's the big thing to me is Kane sees Kadri's numbers the whole way. It's never a doubt that he's going into the numbers, and he still commits. I don't. I don't will I, it be? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. Well, have of any, course, you don't look, know. It's Department of Player Safety. Anybody, anybody that tries to... The only thing harder to predict than a playoff series is what the Department of Player Safety <laughs> yeah, is like going to do. Anybody that tries to tell you with confidence is just guessing. It's We have no idea what they're going to do. It's suspendable. I'd give them the game. Yeah. The it, fact that Kadri's actually legit hurt from it, I might give him two games. 
With, with how early into the game it happens and after they're up by a goal, it just feels so predatory for him yeah. to do that. Like he was seeking that kind of contact out, just given the extracurriculars that carried over from last game, it feels like he's doing it on purpose. Well, and and I know that you can't suspend a guy based on fear of a potential future action, but like we saw him at the end of game two, we saw him at the end of game one, like just acting a fool up and down the ice, going after guys, trying to hurt, like trying to actively go after guys here. And then the first his first shift against Kadri in game three, he gets him. Feels like like he's congratulations. For it. You got what you, you wanted. Got, you yeah. got what you were after, you piece of shit. Like you got you wanted him, you saw an opportunity, you said, screw my team. I'm going for it. I'm doing it. I'm taking it. He took it. And Evander Kane continues to be awful. <laughs> yep. I I and the Tim Peels of the world who think that it's karmic retribution for what happened with for what happened with Bennington, like, look, someday the city of St. Louis is just gonna have to get over it. <laughs> great goal or great referee take too. Yeah, <laughs> holding a grudge against a player. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I'm whatever. I'm really Definitely excited. I'm, I'm yeah, genuinely whatever. I'm excited for Tim Peel to spend all day on Twitter tomorrow having to walk it back because he got too drunk again. And he's an, old, an angry old white man with a social media account. <laughs> you know, he, his, yeah, he's going to pioneer that the McKinnon on Drysdale was a slew foot. I'm sure. Oh, that's I'm sure. Next. I'm sure he's so upset about it. I, which can we let this go? Jay Woodcroft is talking about I'm it. I'm seeing a lot of reputable hockey accounts talking about it, giving it credence. It's I, look, troubling. I, look, you know why they're talking about it? Because it's worked against the Avs for the last two seasons. It worked for San Jose. It worked for Vegas. They get on the mic after games and say... So maybe it just works for Pete DeBoer. Pete DeBoer has the magic. Either that or I think the Avs are a little more more resilient this year. The Avs are playing hockey where they say, you know what? Whatever the calls are going to be, that's what they're going to be. And we're going to go out there and play hockey. Let the other teams whine and complain. Go out and win. We don't show replays because that's how you get banned. Yeah, if we could, we would. Believe me. If we could, we would. But that is an instant take your stream down if you show replays on a live thing on YouTube. Oh, we deleted it already. That was fast. Well, so maybe he's not as drunk as he was last time, but the (laughs) fact that... The fact that some some bone in Tim Peel's body thought, yeah, that's those are definitely the same thing. <laughs> it tells you all you need to know about Tim Peel. And and a lot of the people out there who are celebrating Nazem Kadri getting hurt. Let's rein it back into this hockey game and the things that actually happened in it totally. because that is what matters tonight. Oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna go into the McKinnon is dirty because of the slew foot thing. He slew foot no. <laughs> we are not. We're no, no, we're not. Okay. We're gonna go yeah. into where does Val Nachushkin hide his lucky charm? Is chain. it in his boot? Is it in his gloves? It's in his chain. And on the chain, it is. It's is it the chain? It's like a locket. There's is it so- the chain? <laughs> it might be the chain. Uh, Abs goal number two. The actual shot is Val Nichushkin banking it in off a skate, 
I saw Blaze working on the graphic earlier in the show. Well, so I haven't updated it all the way. Like, <laughs> uh, so we can start in. with the stick, right? Like, this is our goal tracker. So obviously, my next one will be in a short second. I will bring up an updated version <laughs> because this was to talk about the first goal. We got the first goal in. Now we're getting on to the Did second. You see I'm he working wears on two it. Two different gloves. Does he? Does he really? Yeah, like I think same brand, but. Uh, something slightly different about one glove to the other. Do you think he names them? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's labeled left, right, I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> AJ's making so a face sorry, over AJ. I promise this is real. <laughs> I also hope he names them. Like, I think that would be tremendous. I hope they have really, really Russian names, too. <laughs> That'd be awesome. He goes to Berkey on certain games like, here, you take Mishka and Anna. Vladimir and Natasha. Something's happened here. All right, fellas, rein it in. Uh, yeah, sorry. Come on. Professional yeah. on too set much, here. Too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bad. But... It was. I, I, let me hear what you guys have to say. I thought the second period was the Avs' best period of the hockey game. Yes? No? Maybe? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? Okay. I think it was getting that way, but I think the third period, the way that it, the way that it unfolded, I mean, I just think that that's another great example of the emotional maturity of the team. I think the second period. They really started to play better, but again, they weren't creating a lot of really, really good scoring chances. Sure. They had some. Sure. But I think the third period, they were a lot better. Um, and it's hard to it's hard to be like, third period, they were so good when they, they like, give up that lead. But the goal that they give up, what do you do? I you don't, just ask your goaltender to not fucking say ole to that puck. You know? I, I mean, it, yeah. Like the second period, I just the second period was it was fine. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into the conversation of who deserved what because it doesn't matter what people deserved. All Look, I, for me, when you're at two two, yeah. From that point on. Whoever whoever wins Win a that hockey game, game, whoever wins that game from two two in the third period has earned it. Fair enough. There's some major drinking going on. Yeah, the they're right they're now. pounding. Do you hear that chant? Yeah, they're wow. pounding stuff. I mean, the, I mean, I just hear them drinking. To be like fair, shouting at each other. The bar was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, was out of here, <laughs> like unreal. I'm sure if you watch the watch along, you heard it ad nauseum of them going nuts, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> Moving into the third period, AJ, you kind of already brought it up. I mean, you expect an ECHL goaltender to make that save every time. Man, yeah. Like, you expect that. This is where both Mike Smith and Frankie made it complicated tonight. For sure. Because they both played great for such but large had stretches. The softest. But the soft goals that go in, you're yeah. like, what is this, dude? <laughs> That's just a bad goal from Frankie. He sees it all the way. 
It, there's no screen. There's no tip. There's no redirection. It's not even particularly it's, it's peppered not, in there. It's like, not well placed. It's not. I mean, I guess it's well placed because it gets by him. But when you're talking about a shot that beats a goalie, usually it's a decent shot, and it's it just wasn't anything. It's just free from Pablo Francois. Yeah, it's just free. And as you said, it gets weird because you can look at both goalies. Certainly, Mike Smith, you look and go, "That dude played insanely good tonight." Like, well, you're down three-two, and you give up a, a, a two-on-one between McKinnon and Nachushkin, and Nachushkin makes a great shot, and, and Smith just, just makes gets a the better blocker save. On it, eh? <laughs> he makes a better save, and you're like, "Okay, well." kept the game from getting to 4-2 which is where it eventually got anyway but it's kind of the story of the whole game is that Smith gave them a chance yeah you know yep. and and if you're going to be mad about that third goal well I mean you you did you earn the 2-2 tie with that free shit like that softy from Frankie yeah each goalie gives up some soft hey, goals look, tonight, not, and that's just how it again, is. Again, I don't, I don't care who earned what tonight. The Avs got some nonsense. The Edmonton got some free shit, and the Avs made one more play. That's where, that's where I am with it. Things broke Colorado's way in a great way tonight, but Edmonton got plenty of luck of their own. And in at, at the end of the day, when you are two-two in the third period. Not even like 17 minutes to go, like halfway through it. Whoever wins that game earned it. Yep. Mike Smith makes 39 of 42 saves. Well, and they want to the crucify him. Yeah. After the Blues series, too, like where the puck's bouncing the other way. Yeah. You would hope that the Abs would see a little bit of puck luck. Yeah, and they, they did. Like, It's great fortune that they got that puck luck in a game they did not play particularly well. Yep. And it's a huge break for them that they got this, that they really, that they get out of Dodge tonight with a win. Because if this is 2-1 with no Nazem Kadri moving forward for the rest of the series, like, your job is so much harder. Yep. It's so much harder. And on the other side, Francois makes 27 of 29. When you look at the box score and you don't look at how the bread is made, dude kept him to two. You, 0.931 save yeah. percentage tonight. And if, and if Great. look, if you tell me that Pavel Francouz gives up two goals, only two goals on Monday, I'm picking the Amps <laughs> to win that game. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if they are identical goals to the ones that Ryan McLeod scored in the third period. If you're a goalie in the NHL postseason and you only give up two, you should win. Absolutely. Especially against Edmonton. The whole thing about them is they aren't going to win low-scoring games. They never do. They have to. They have to have explosive offense to win. Yep. Even tonight, Connor McDavid scores a scores a goal in the first forty seconds of the game, and the, goes away for the, the rest, rest of the game. Of the Fifty nine minutes. Yep. Connor McDavid doesn't do enough. Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon had the same amount of points tonight. We've talked about look if you could just go even with those guys. Yep. And Dreisaitl's clearly hurt. Obviously. He's clearly he's clearly laboring. He's hurting. Yeah. It got worse tonight. Like. That's the playoffs. Dreisaitl got worse tonight. Nazem Kadri got knocked out of the game. Stuff happens. Let's get to our king of the game. It's the Backstreet Boys. It is the Backstreet Boys. They, they, I mean, honestly, this should be the king of the week. Really. 
Because it's JT Comfer. Mans has five goals in the last three games. He gets the game winner tonight. Goes from the GOAT, the scapegoat, to the real GOAT of this hockey game. Yeah. And, and Yeah, I mean, if they score on that power play and Edmonton goes up 3-2, JT Comfer's the bad guy. Yeah, absolutely. But they didn't. And he gets the goal. And I know we talked about it a little bit already, but this goal encapsulates throw out all the nonsense, throw out all the soft goals, throw out scoring, making the big play, win one battle. Yeah. JT Confer wins one battle. A really nice play. I don't remember who makes the pass, but a really nice play. Is angle it off the Angle it off the boards and give JT a chance. Time. Yep. Just yep. give him a chance. It, it, Let your guy go and win a battle, and he does. And then he gets out, and then he just beats a goaltender. Yep. It's not an incredible angle. It's not an incredible shot. It's not the greatest finish. It's not the most amazing of any of it, but it's good enough. Well, and that's... So many, so many events lead to something like that. You don't kill the penalty, we're not talking about that. Yep. You don't get possession as the penalty's expiring, we're not talking about that. Yeah. You, you don't get, get a little the... bit lucky with them hitting the post Absolutely. and the puck going right to you. Yep, but you, but you got it. But like again, you're in a position. You make a play from that position that they do not. Cogs doesn't recognize the situation. You're not talking about that. Yep. JT Comfort doesn't win a point. battle. You're not talking about that. Yeah. Evan, Bo- it's a 50-50 battle. <laughs> that gives Evan Bouchard just as good a chance, <laughs> and he just loses it. And to be honest with you, if I'm if I'm in Edmonton, I'm looking at that and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing going high like that? Yep. You have to protect against if you lose that battle. You have at least, coverage. At yeah. least you're on the right side of him. Why are you going high on on that puck battle and letting him get low and inside you like that with leverage? What are you doing? It's a bad night for Bouchard. It was not his best, Uh, for sure. Defensively, he's not any good. (laughs) And it just goes to show you, like, he's got great puck skill, and he's really good offensively at this point in his career. But defensively, you see things like that. A guy his size, no offense, JT. A guy Evan Bouchard's size, should not straight up be losing that one-on-one going into the wall like that where skating isn't a huge factor he should not be losing that battle if you're buffering refresh your youtube that's on youtube's end nothing we can do about it sorry yep youtube just does this sometimes it's out of our control you probably can't even hear me if you're buffering but maybe chat will relay the message uh in any case, uh, moving on, we are brought to you by the American Raptors. Yeah. You can go down to Infinity Park in Glendale and have just as much fun. Well, all right, maybe not as much fun as a playoff hockey game, but pretty close for zero dollars and zero cents. Oh, you can go watch an American Raptors now. game for nothing. Highly recommend you go over there. Go take a look. The facilities are amazing, first of all. The park is awesome. It's, it's dope. Yeah. And rugby's awesome. If you haven't followed Colton Strickler or the DNVR Rugby account on Twitter, go do it. If you're a hardcore rugby fan, he has everything you could possibly want. If you're new, he has 101 pods that can teach you the game. So we got you covered top to bottom on rugby. Uh, Infinity Park is also the home to the men's and women's USA 15 teams. Literally the best rugby in the country. 
So, what's not to love? Go over there, check it all out. Infinity Park at Glendale.com. Highly recommend just for a night on the town. It's a great time. All right. Third period of this hockey game. Third period of this podcast. The Avs get up 3 2. And a conversation that's been had back and forth all season, all playoffs. It's a one goal game. Hello. I don't know who those people are. And the Avs close. I don't know who that is. I don't either. I can't see. I just can't see anything. There's been. Love you. All right. We all right. Love you. All right. There's been so much conversation <laughs> this year to talk about. Oh, when the Avs are up by three in the third period, they give up goals. That's concerning. Yeah. You want to see them close it out? They just yeah. closed out a one-goal hockey game yeah. with seven minutes left to go. Yeah. They did the job. They get the empty netter and ends up yeah. being four-two. Well, and they don't really like start truly doing like the all right. We're just gonna chip and change. Right. Until about four and a half minutes to go when they start freely icing. And then from there, as you watch from there, they are rock solid. Yep. They don't give much up. The Oilers don't create much. The Avs get it out of the zone on a number of occasions. They get a couple of clears. They win a couple of battles, especially high in the zone. The diving and the... I'm just swinging limbs at pucks trying to get things to go my way. Just to... To recapture the stage of this game, the nonsense didn't stop now. Oh, Ever. Yeah, of course. Ever. The Avs tried yeah. a few clears that ended up bouncing off of Lekkonen's back. Yeah, so Kilmacar <laughs> finally gets control of the puck, and he tries to whip it down the ice. And Arturi Lekkonen goes down. <laughs> to get out of the way. To avoid exactly what happens, and the puck hits him in the back and stays in the It zone. looks so routine until they hit him in the back. Yeah, and you're like, everybody's doing everything right, and it hits him in the back, and you're like... That's the stuff where you're looking and you're like, look, Edmonton got their chances. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they didn't have an opportunity anywhere. I, the Avs were one play better. Again, I don't know how to put it any yep. other way. And you can look at the high danger chances and you look at this game and you're like, you know, if they played this game ten times, I wouldn't bet on the Avs very often. But For sure. This play time the Avs won. Yeah. <laughs> you only need the one. You yeah. don't need the odds. And like they just they just made the play down down the stretch, man. And then and then given that second opportunity to close out a one goal game in the third, they do. Yep. Oh, look at this. Just in a new updated the, graphic. The bow graphic. Look at that. Can we uh put, can we put that up? There we go. <laughs> ah, There's yes. the uh, other <laughs> players skate up there on the top. Why not? Beautiful. It's getting ridiculous now. This should, like, I feel like you just put this on a shirt and print it at this point. It's not that difficult. We don't it? have a bow shirt. Yeah. So <laughs> Why not? Um, all right. Anything very specific you guys want to get to before we get to Super Chats? Yeah, and... That, the empty net, Miko Rantanen. Yep. Just great individual work. I don't know what he got into him in the third period. He, he jacked it up. All <laughs> of a sudden, Megan's making that face. <laughs> all of a sudden, he just starts running people over. 
And he's like, all right, well, I guess Kadri's gone, so I can go back to trucking over fools Fully and being the moose. Like, full-on moose level of play from him. He was excellent in the defensive zone. There it is, right there. And it led to an empty net goal. Like yep. An easy empty net goal for him. Uh, the clock was broken, so we don't know how much time was actually left. But <laughs> just an amazing, an amazing third period from Miko Ranton. And you would love more consistency. You want to, you would love for that to build into the next game. Yeah. But for tonight, like you, the guy just stepped into that moment and was great for you, and you love that. Well, so, great yeah. players when they're struggling, they find other things to be good at. Until whatever they do comes back, right? Like, if you're struggling to be consistent on scoring, making good passes, things yeah. of that nature, you go out there and you cause chaos against the other team, which he did tonight. Defensively, unreal who performance. Who was it that from he him. stripped just inside the blue line? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who. It, I, don't I don't know, know who, who it was, was but yeah, either, on that but break that there. Like a clean if, rip of that if puck. That, yeah, that doesn't go his way. We're like Miko. But it goes his way, and we're like, Miko. <laughs> it's a great play. He yep. stepped up. He put himself into, I'm, I'm all in on making this play. Yep. And there were, Devon Taves did that one, too. He, I'm all in on making that <laughs> oh play. Oh, my God. That the one, one was where so he, scary. Where he pinched <laughs> yeah. there that mid-ice. Really scary. Like, <laughs> I'm all in on making that God. play. All of us were just like, oh, he made high. it, so it was all good. High risk, high reward right there. That puck is wrong side of the puck. That puck is halfway to Taves, and everyone, like Sam Gerard, <laughs> flashes in everyone's eyes of the puck just squirting through him, and you're like, this is a breakaway goal. This is this is what's happening. Nope. Uh, anything else? No. All right, Super Chats. $10 from, do you have a really long dame, DJ Joe Money? In the house. DJ Joe Money in the house. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Uh, Dope name. Credit to Dr. Dry playing through pain. Love when the stars put it on the line. Meanwhile, the loser Kane is unsurprisingly loser Kane again. Predictable. Yep. Yep. Five dollars from Chrono Dude just hit correct score bet and cashed nine hundred and fifty dollars wow. with the Miko goal. Go out. Hell yeah. That's my dope. man's got paid. Congrats. That the, dude was so excited for that empty deck goal. Oh, 100%. <laughs> the extremely real Peter Worrell gives us a dollar. <laughs> a dollar at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I know player salaries weren't, weren't what they are now. Look, he he feeds us a dollar at the time the same way he fed people one fist at a time in the it's game. Very all true. Right? Automatic. <laughs> Five pounds from Metalhead. Uh, six and zero oh on the road. What a gritty fought out win. Hope Kadri is not serious, but Kane needs a rain check. Go yep. Avs, go. Dawning on me right now that we probably just watched Nassim Kadri play his last Avs game. Probably, it's a good chance. Probably just watched Nazem Kadri in his last Avs game. That really fucking sucks. Yep, not a win. Not a win. Uh, $10 from Seth Moldenauer dropping the before the NyQuil kicks in. Oh, <laughs> this before. Wild game. Huge stuff from Comp. Been enjoying these watch-alongs from Michigan since moving last year. DNVR has the best coverage, hands down. Cheers, friends. All love, Seth. That's why we're here, man. We love you. 
Also, shout out to Seth Wilson at the bar tonight. Bought me a beer. Yeah, yeah. saw him before. Yeah. Said hi. And talked yeah. him up for a little bit. About to have a brand new baby. A second yeah. kid next week. Yeah. Gonna be rough. Blaze yeah. knows a little something about that, I'm sure. Uh, How much harder does it get when you get into two and beyond? Oh, uh, well, you go from like man coverage to zone. So, <laughs> you know, you gotta just change up your tactics a little bit. Nice. <laughs> well played. <laughs> little 131. One. Spoken like a true coach right there. $5 from Mike. This team lost Forsberg after game seven in round two. This version has been compared so much to the 2001 team. Time to rise above. Yeah. Let's go. Nothing's free in the playoffs. Yeah. Can JT Comfort finally slide into Ginger Curry <laughs> status? He's, he's made a good dent these last three no, games. No kidding. Okay, perfect. $5 from Michael. <laughs> Shout out to JT for winning faceoffs and doing other cool stuff, I guess. Actually, it was less than 50%. Yeah, we, I, well, we thought the same thing and looked it up and was like, well. Yeah. <laughs> I went and checked it out. I pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> Not the case, but all that other stuff, yeah. He did. Blaze was very excited about uh, the status of your guys' bet. <laughs> That's a good point. Very. It's on the line. <laughs> uh, $10 from Aaron. Super chat for GTFO Kane. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had nothing to add. $5 from Sneaker Shack. All this talk about Kadri being a big loss, I think, is a little overblown. I don't. It's not. They can still win a cup. That's true. Absolutely. Uh, Without him. It just got harder. And Andre and Kubel are not long term. Neither is the season. (laughs) Yep. You have (laughs) at most. Three weeks. Eleven left. games left yeah. at most. You're talking. You're talking three to four weeks left of the season. It doesn't take a long-term injury for it to be problematic. Yep. You're not in February anymore. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Much appreciated. Uh, Five dollars from Jason Woodcroft breaking up McDavid and Drysaddle was a big brain move. Not complaining, but hey, funny. Keeps doing it, and look, it's this is this is. Way- we're not having Nazem Kadri makes life a lot harder. Yep. It was a lot harder for Colorado tonight because they they went punch for punch in games one and two with Kadri, and without him, they did not do that. Yep. It got a lot harder. So, you know, that's it's just gonna be it's gonna be hard. Uh, Ten dollars from Michael Honsi. I tried to read the end before the start. I hope I did okay. Or is it Honsi? Even with the, like, how to pronounce it, I still can't do it. I'm sorry. First time, long time to DNVR Abs and Nugs. Great to hear familiar voices during this run while living down in Georgia. Is EJ struggling with clearing the zone on PK? Not, not struggling. It's just, it's hard to do. I look, they put three guys on the wall, and yeah. of course... Anytime that a guy tries to clear the puck up the middle of the ice and it fails, we all lose our minds. Because it's that dangerous. It's hard but to do. It... it, it and look, was this EJ's guest best game of the playoffs? No. But on the whole, you've gotten nails from EJ. Yeah. So. PK might have been where he was at his best, to be honest. $5 from Jim. Come on, guys. Enough na- negative Nelly. Avs were clutch <laughs> when they had to be. Injuries are part of the playoffs. Go Avs and hello from Alabama. Okay. I mean, they won. That's, I don't know. I, I feel like no one on this pod is that negative. 
We're just, I'm not negative. I'm a little just dumbfounded about this game. That's, it, I, the game was nuts. I don't yeah. know how they won it. Yeah. They, but they did, and it's only a testament to them. Yeah. yeah. They got lucky, and then they got good. They they finished their opportunities. Yeah. Uh, $5 from Logan. Wish I was at DNVR Bar. I live in Northern California, yelling in a bar, forgetting I'm the only one watching the game. People staring. Screw it. Go ahead. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, awesome. Dude, straight up. Yeah. You care for a bunch of strangers in a bar looking at you funny. Uh, $1 from Jeremy. Thank you very much. $5 from Mike. I've seen one national commercial saying the Stanley Cup Finals begins Saturday, June yep, 18th. That was the date that we got, too. So. Which tells you how bad the cadre thing is. Yep. yep. Uh, 1399 Canadian from Hardell. I know I'm not the arch, but AJ, can you steal me away from Edmonton? <laughs> I think as an Avs fan, I might be more valuable than anything else at Edmonton. <laughs> nope. Gretzky statue's coming home. <laughs> Monday night. $2 from Kevin. <laughs> Missed the game due to work, but LFG. Go, Avs, go. Well said. $2 from Cliff. You guys are killing it. Mad love from Aurora. That's my part of town. Where I was born. Yeah. $2 from Joel. McDavid, four points and a minus five of this series. Great yeah. D. Most importantly, three of those points came in game, game one. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, $5 from El Joserino. Kane is lucky, ironically, that the Avs are up 3-0 because if not, I feel McDermott may have made an appearance. Nope. No. Nope. McDermott's wrong, not playing the in the playoffs. Yeah. Bednar, we talked about it in the regular season. It was obvious Bednar never trusted him to play hockey. Curtis McDermott averaged like seven minutes of yeah, ice time. Right. No. Uh, $5 from Sharon. The defense won the game for the Avs, especially in the second period. Love you guys. Love you too. The, def- the Avs won the game. They sure did. Definitely. Uh, 10, is that Australian dollars? It must be because it's from Australia, Lanch. Back in the glory <laughs> days, I had to wait five minutes for a Denver Post article to load. Now I can live st- live stream and hang out with an international community during the second so, coming. Thanks. Did you know that in Avs are on a mission. the average person spent 49 minutes per day online? Plebs. Imagine what our lives would look like if we only spent 49 minutes a day online nowadays. Guess what? I don't have to imagine because I lived it. (laughs) I was also alive in 2002. I'm just saying. But you were a baby. We've gone so... I was in high school. It's not like I was an actual baby. Okay. All right. But, yeah. I mean, I do do remember, like, actual phone lines. The dial-up. E-bomb. E-Bomb's world existed by then. I think I probably spent more than 49 minutes online. Uh, I just, I, like, of course you and I yeah. did. But I'm just saying. I one know, fact from I know. 2002. Uh, $10 more from Jeremy. Value for value. Love the show. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. $2 from Colorado Melanier. Uh, if Oilers are swept, should they trade McDavid? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Absolutely not. And then two absolute madmen here. A hundred dollars from Drew. Wow. Maybe Kane wouldn't be so angry if he stopped betting the Oilers money line and losing more <laughs> of his money. 
I know Dermy isn't made for this series, but there is nothing more that I'd like to see than Dermy beat him like the egotistical, mouthy little man-child that he is. Well, Curtis McDermott signed an extension. Wherever Evander Kane plays next year, Curtis McDermott will play in that first game that they match up. And then you guys can get your blood sport. There you go. <laughs> next season. And then the immortal. Byron. The absolute beast of a human being. Single-handedly paying my salary. Well, him and Drew both. Like, yeah, true. Drew's been around, too. Having, like, the pimp off here. Yeah. Super chats. <laughs> 99.99 from Byron. Much appreciated, my man. You're nuts. Absolutely insane. This whole community, absolutely awesome. insane. You guys have showed out for everything we're doing. Y'all seem to like it, so we're going to keep doing it. Um, I don't know. This, this, look, the Avs are one win away from the Stanley Cup Finals. We talked about going 1-0. Yeah, just go 1-0 you every go day. Go 1-0 one more time, and you're in the Cup Final. Definitely. Yep. You have four kicks at this can now. You yep. have four attempts yep. to get to the Stanley Cup Final. Dope. At this point, uh, anything, anything, we are, we are officially at anything less than a Stanley Cup final appearance. Yep, is a massive letdown. Yeah, collapse. Yeah, it's not like fire people territory, but a massive letdown. I mean, Denver might be on fire if that happens. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, there's a lot of reasons Denver might be on fire pretty soon. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna say this again and again. I'm sure, over the next however much is left of these playoffs, but genuinely, all of y'all mean the world to us. Yep. Like, yeah, we wouldn't be here without you guys. Just a ton of just a ton of fun, hanging out with you guys and going on this journey. And the Avs have made it a little easier. Um, what with what should have just been one lost game. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, it's been, it's, it's great to spend time with everybody, and, you know, they're on, they're on a fun run right now. Yeah. It's, I'm trying not to make too much of it, because last year we got ahead of ourselves, and we were, we were buying stock, and we were, yeah. we were rolling high, and it, that one hurt. So, you know, day by day, adopting the team mentality. Just, Day by day, enjoy enjoy where you are when you're there, and you know we'll yep. be here on Monday for Game Four, and hopefully, yep. hopefully the Abs. I mean, the Abs. It won't be hard for them to play a better game. Yep. And if they do that again, you boy, do you like your chances? Yep. Yeah. It's. I don't know how it ends, and no matter how it ends, some special stuff happened in here, so. I don't. I, any final thoughts? Any any wrap up comments? Can't wait for Monday. Can't wait for Monday. Has yeah. anyone on earth ever said that before? <laughs> I feel like I've said it like three times this postseason. <laughs> Having game fours on Mondays has been <laughs> weird. Dude. It has been weird. All right, and and then like if it really does start on the 18th and the that's a even if the abs go even if the series goes five or six like. You still got a while. <laughs> no super chat. Still got a while. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. There are no Miko socks, though. That's what I think helped us. <laughs> they came off. <laughs> I love it. All right. 
be sure to tune into the next watch along for ghost stories or uh, your thoughts on pineapples. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll have pregame and postgame as well on Monday, of course. We are off tomorrow. No podcast. I'm going to sleep for 40 hours when I oh, crash from this hockey it is game. It's Allie's birthday on Monday. Actually, the real one. <laughs> real birthday. Real birthday. 100% so real birthday. Make sure that everybody drowns Glad we're her be social media in yes. yep. happy birthdays. Real happy be. birthdays on Monday. Yep. <laughs> Jump on all that. We love all ya. We'll be back on Monday. Until then, we'll talk to you on the next one. <laughs>